Welcome to episode 244 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm your host, Kay Bradley. I'm your co-host, Tom Zalatnai. And I'm Alex Smith. Thanks for joining us, Alex. Thank you for having me. You have been on this show before, but it's been a very long time, I think, since the last time. Yes, it has. Uh, when I talked about RuPaul and the Roman Empire, as I recall. Oh, wow. <laughs> Those two things are, are surprisingly linked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, speaking of the Roman Empire, we'd like to take a moment at the top of the show to acknowledge that the studio where we record is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. Uh, as settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own. You're looking at you, Rome. <laughs> and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. Uh, so we want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and the indigenous communities of that area. We uh, had our federal election in Canada this week. Yeah. By the time this comes out, we will like know who won, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, by the time I edit this, we'll know who won, etc. Oh, my God. But we're recording, like, on election day. <laughs> I'm so nervous. It's, it's such an anxious space to, to live in. Yup. It yeah. really is. Yeah. So, Alex, how are you doing? Not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Downtime for some design work. A lot of early morning theater organization. Mm. It's the best. What's your, like, official title these days? Uh, it is. Depends at which of my three jobs you're talking about. <laughs> Laboratory technician is my official title at the place where I'm a designer and stage manager. Uh, otherwise, I'm a house tech. Cool. Wait, what? Wait, laboratory technician is a theater term? It is a CJEP term. Oh. Mm. Ah. As defined by um, one of my jobs that doesn't quite understand what my job is. <laughs> <laughs> So you're teaching in the theater department, but they call you a lab tech? That is correct, yes. That's wonderful. Oh, no. <laughs> I am support staff for classes that are considered laboratories, mm-hmm. and okay. therefore I am a laboratory technician. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Because I was already like, I was visualizing you in a lab with the lab coat and the the, the faint squeak <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I wear a lab coat to work every oh, day. Oh, oh! It's theater school. You can wear <laughs> yeah. what you want. <laughs> Do you think anyone would bat an eye, honestly, if you like wear a lab coat one day? Honestly, no. I come to work in nail polish and grandpa sweaters. They'll let anything fly. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a brilliant combo. I want to be in that right now. Oh my god! Nail polish, grandpa has kind of always been your aesthetic. <laughs> Don't I know it? <laughs> Um, oh, I love it. A fun fact about Alex is that he lived in the apartment that this show started in before I did. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you were there for a few years. Yeah, I was there for just about three, and then we were at a Passover dinner one night, and I traded you an apartment for a job. That's right. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, my, my company was hiring someone part-time, and I was looking for an apartment, and Alex was like looking to get rid of his apartment and also find a part-time job. Oh. 
That's a, a, that right? that feels cosmic. It was serendipitous, right. and it was a good apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lived there for two years, which was the longest I'd ever lived somewhere until this place that I've lived in for three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it was bright and yeah. not expensive and pretty central. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Yeah. I love that after that interaction, it was just, it was probably just positive because like if you're, if I'm looking for an apartment and you're like, oh, my, my place is becoming free. And I'm like, okay. And then now I feel like I owe you something, yeah. you know, <laughs> but the, you had this like same moment exchange. Exactly. Yeah. It we was solved fabulous. each other's problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I also drank too much wine that night by accident because I forgot that oh, yeah. there's like mandatory wine you have to drink. Yeah, that's Passover. that's Passover. You yeah. do not get out of there without at least four cups of wine. Yeah. Whoa. But see, I forgot about that. And so I was also just drinking wine like at the beginning of the meal, just, you know, having uh, some wine with dinner. And then uh, it was, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a. Uh, I'd like to think that someone noticed and didn't tell you. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. David so- a thousand percent noticed. <laughs> <laughs> A, a million percent David was sitting there going Tom's gonna get too drunk <laughs> hey Tom hey Kate you ever been called a liar what dude what happened you told me that the candy would come out real fast oh, I'm so sorry <laughs> guys it's our Halloween episode so we have candy in the room um, I have three types of candy I'm so excited uh, that's a that, actually you can call me a liar a second time there are more types but I left them outside of the studio what the fuck? Why? They're within like five feet. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. have to understand. The audience knows I get aggressive about food, mm-hmm. uh, especially sugary food. So um, it's an understandable thing. Yeah. They, oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so I have a little grab bag um, that contains both runts, mm-hmm. you know, the, like the little candies, hard candies yeah. that taste like various fruits. Yeah. And um, candy corn. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because I'm a sadistic bastard. Okay. And I thought, let's combine a really nice candy and candy corn in the same bag. Um, and it's it's kind of fun because you can reach in and grab uh, something and you won't be totally sure what it is. Or you can, you know, choose what you want. I, I'm not going to force I'm, you to... I'm sick, so I'm not going to I'm not gonna dive my hand in there. I could I'm, pour some I'm gonna into pour, your oh, hand. Oh, mm. yes, absolutely. That Teamwork. is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I have oh my goodness. is something called Reed's Root Beer Candy. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, they thank are you. individually wrapped root beer flavored hard candies. Oh, what? They're really nice. Individually wrapped root beer flavored. Root beer flavored. Yeah. Hard candies. Oh, oh I just threw it into no. my crotch. I tried to throw it into ah! your hand, but it didn't work. Right into my crotch. I really thank like the you. the shape. I really very much like the shape. We have a circle, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's got some con- convex. Uh, action happening on both. I'm really bad at. I think Alex, is right. Alex, yeah. you want to take this? It's uh, <laughs> I'd say it has a a slight flat top circular dome structure. Yes, yes. Um, one's getting a bit of a, a cylindrical sense that's raising at about a thirty degree angle oh, and then leveling out. That's exactly what I wanted from you, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> well done. Anyway, lots of yummy candy because yes. it is Halloween in a couple days at the time of release of this episode and i thought you know what we should celebrate fuck yeah yeah i agree with your oh my god this this candy corn is hard yeah i I don't remember it being this hard a thing Uh oh it's kind of a smush on the teeth though Hmm. okay it's really not that bad Hmm. i'm going straight into the root beer this is great right Hmm. like i haven't had candy corn in very nearly 20 years Mm. and so could not at all remember what it tastes like This reminds me of a candy I used to get at, like, my grandmother's when I was, like, four or five and I haven't seen in, like, Mm. 25, 26 years. Some sort of 
soft, I don't know, whatever this is. Is it nougat? Oh. Is it toffee? Yeah, uh, fuck, mm. there's a word for this. Yeah. Because they sell them, they sell the little white and pastel colored chunks. Yes. In that little, like, wax paper. Yes. Oh, my God, what the fuck are they called, Tom? Um, Tom, help us. I'm not sure, but I'm looking it up. So, fuck. Are you thinking of saltwater taffy? Yes. I don't think mm. candy corn is saltwater taffy. Um, or it's a similar texture. Don't burst our bubble. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but not as, like, gummy. Yeah, yeah this no. is a yeah. bit softer. Yeah. yeah. It's like, almost like almond pasty. Some, uh, marzi- sure, yeah. Marzipan. Yeah. Marzipan. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. marzipan. Me too. Marzipan was my, like, go-to treat as a kid. Oh, yeah? Growing up in Vancouver, there was, like, at least one place that sold, like, marzipan molded into, like, animals and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. the yeah. best. They like, always look like shit, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've told so many people this, <laughs> but, like, I and I always wonder, is it because... It can't be It can't be manipulated for too long. You know, like if you manipulate certain doughs, they get harder or stands for reason. But certainly, there's something you could do to make it hold its shape. Like give it like a very fine like candy glaze at the end to sort of set it. Yeah, yeah. Or keep it at the right temperature, maybe. Yeah, might just be a temperature. Work in a freezer. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. No, but you know, it does make sense. What does make sense? Our sponsor for this week's episode. Oh, get into it. Mm, this week's episode is brought to you in part by Chaos. That's Chaos with a K, Alex. Duly noted. You're, you're new here, so it's important that you know this. Are you looking to produce high-quality branded content without breaking the bank? Yes. <laughs> well, good. Because Chaos makes that easy, affordable, and accessible by offering a studio on demand model and various subscription packages that make it easy to create consistent content for your audience and potential customers. Hey, Kate. What? Do you want sound equipment for podcasts and voiceovers? I fucking do! I know. And Alex, how do you feel about cinema grade cameras, lenses, and lighting packages? I need them in my life right now. (laughs) And wouldn't it be fun if we could live stream this whole show? And maybe host events in a nice big space that's not our own house? Yeah. 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 Well, whether your business is starting a podcast, building a video empire, or adding live streams to your social media pages, Chaos has a package that'll help you create consistent, reliable content for your audience. Go to createchaos.com or check them out on Instagram at createchaos to find out more. That's chaos with a K. Welcome to the Cash Corner, the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Halloween is just a few days away, and Tom hasn't bought any candy yet to hand out to the trick-or-treaters. But fear not, because for every new person who signs up to support us on Patreon... Are you laughing because it's a lie and you did buy candy? I'm laughing at this music that I didn't vet first. Oh, <laughs> you weren't ready? You weren't ready. Uh, where the fuck am I? Uh, but fear not! Thank goodness it's written on a page. Yep. Because uh, for every new person who signs up to support us on Patreon between now and the 31st, he's going to buy one full-sized candy bar to add to the candy bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, think of the children. That's a promise. Oh my goodness. Want to make one random kid super fucking happy this year while also supporting independent creators and helping us make this show as great as it can be? Now's your chance! If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall, and Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Jan, Killian, Sarah, Angelica, Will, Anne, Andrew, Laura, 
and Kate. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of... Why are you taking my music away? And all kinds of other sweet perks as well. Plus, if you give at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for one... Oh, I was so close. Or an episode once per cycle on the show. Today's featured Patreon question comes from Carlea, who asks... Why doesn't anyone like candy corn? Oh! Carlea, I guess you're wrong. Yep. Yeah, that, that's the short the short answer. Is it a myth? I mean... I think it's like a pop culture. I suppose it could be. Or candy corn in other places, like from cheaper stores, might be something different. Like, I mm-hmm. half recall it being sort of gummier than this, mm-hmm. and not yeah. like... Good. Whatever this confection mm. is that we haven't settled on a name for. Right. Also, like, if it's in the States, it's probably different. That is entirely like, possible. Pop, uh, corn pops are different in the States. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it blows my mind. And I don't understand why they did that to their corn pops. <laughs> so I Googled what is candy corn made out of during that ad read oh, so we, that we can. Do we want to know? Well, I just thought, you know, we were talking about it and, and it might be worth kind of exploring like what this is you know oh no i know i wasn't judging the move i'm just terrified that it's gross (laughs) yeah (laughs) you you so politely explained yeah bitch there's a reason why i'm doing this there's a method to my madness um (laughs) my first thought is that when i googled that you know how google always says people also ask and gives you a drop down list Mm mm-hmm the first one is is candy corn made of bugs so because a lot of candy is Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah any candy the that's gel- like the gelatin beetles. and yeah, anything that's red colored, especially in candy, is made of. I believe it's pronounced coccineal. I may mm. be saying that wrong, but it is made of uh, crushed ladybug-like beetles. Mm. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah. Well, according to Google, the smooth outside coating on candy corn is in fact made from lac resin, an insect secretion mm-hmm. from lac bugs found in Asia. Yeah. So I'd rather it be crushed than it's secreting it. Mm. Yeah. Am I alone in this? No. Yeah. Great. Because this just brings to mind, like I don't know, people going like from bug to bug along like an assembly line, collecting (laughs) little like secretions (laughs) and just Mm. putting them in a jar. Yep. Or maybe they genetically modified them so they're really big and they're they're each in a little tiny couch. And they're secreting. Uh-oh. They're like busy. You keep them busy. <laughs> right. They have little yeah. TVs. And then you can just take their secretions. Mm-hmm. That's kind of nice. Oh, yeah. I feel like that could be a fun Yeah, fun that seems setup. humane. Set them up with a secretion couch. Yeah. yeah. And some TV. <laughs> There's this uh, couch that you guys left over at that apartment that I yep, kind of thought of as the secretion oh, couch. Man. Accurate name for it. Yep. 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 <laughs> Gross. Yeah, it was comfy, though. What would a bug watch? American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Why? Because it's a it's just the flying around. Well, yeah, right. Like bugs, kind of. You know, I think a bug would be bored of like watching humans do like human things, like mm. just talking to each other. Yeah, like I don't think a bug would watch Seinfeld and like get much out of it because like they don't get our <laughs> cultural references. Yeah, right? yeah. You say that, but you don't know that. That's true. Maybe they are talking mm. about all our shit mm-hmm. all evening. They're listening now. Maybe they have opinions on politics. <laughs> I feel like bugs would definitely vote for the People's Party. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, I don't know. Um, so coming back to what it's actually made of, apart from, you know, bug secretions, uh, it's made of sugar, corn syrup, confectioner's glaze, salt, dextrose, gelatin, sesame oil, 
artificial mm. flavoring, honey, and a bunch of dyes, um, and sometimes gelatin, depending on the the candy corn. Mm. I think that that was the description of the American one, because uh, Alex, uh, did you notice a coating of any kind on this? Not really. See? Mm. Do you have a picture up there? Uh, it looks pretty much exactly like what we've got. Yeah. But again, like, you know, who knows what brand. Right. Yeah. yeah. Reading, like, like, I'm not saying I went to the best candy store in NDG Ooh. to get I'm candy get for one. tonight's show, but on, I, I may have gone to the best candy store in NDG to get yeah, candy. Yeah, it definitely looks fancier than I remember candy corn looking, mm. and longer. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy corn, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Huh. But, yeah. like, is it supposed to taste like corn? I hope not, because it's it? doing a bad job. Exactly, right? What's yeah. its original intention? Also, corn ain't orange anymore. Mm. No. It's also never orange and then yellow. <laughs> well, they were really fucked up back in the day. Mm-hmm. They were, like, speckled and shit. That's probably not true, but they were different. I mean, speckled corn is a thing, but it's not oh, it usually, is? like, vertical speckling. It's oh, yeah. more like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this would be weird. Although nature can do some amazing things. This is yeah. true. Yeah. Wikipedia says candy corn is a candy most often found in the United States and Canada. So sorry to any international listeners. Each piece is approximately three times the size of a real kernel from a ripe or dried ear of corn. Really? Hmm. That's so good to know. That checks out so far. Um, chicken feed was the original name of the candy with production starting in the 1880s. Well, I guess because you feed corn to chickens. Yeah. yeah. I I like I like it more. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The original chicken feed was uh, created by the same company that uh, is now Jelly Belly. They were not Jelly Belly at the time. Uh, oh. But yeah. Oh. So you can kind of maybe make a case that you can thank Candy Corn for delicious jelly beans that fucking mess with you. God damn it! <laughs> I was at a friend's house, just trying to go with the the ones you're, you're like. This thing is purple. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's going to be lovely. Oh, the purple one's weird, consistently. Well, there you go. Yeah. I didn't fucking know that. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to say you got bean-boozled. <laughs> I'm not you, Tom. I don't have that kind of brain. <laughs> oh, no. Do you not know about bean-boozled? Oh, that's a thing. It's a, yeah, it's oh, a... I thought um, it was just your mastery of puns. No, it's a Jelly Belly product where they sell um, <clears throat> sets of jelly beans where there are say six colors in the box but 12 flavors so there's like two flavors oh, for each color no and it'll be like this one tastes like pear or maybe it tastes like snot and like i don't like those games yeah it's a it's it's a bad time <laughs> yeah i think this is really the worst thing harry potter has brought into the universe mm-hmm. this entire marketing idea of jelly beans that lie to your face wasn't it pre potter was it, though? I thought, like, candy companies only started rolling out this idea of, like, absurd joke flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In response to the idea in that Harry Potter. That would be cool. It could be. I'm not sure. What I don't other know how candies have been out. inspired by film? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like probably Turkish Delight got a bit of an uprising after the Narnia books came out. Because oh. I think that the kids in the Narnia books really hyped it up. And people in North America read those and were like, what is that? <laughs> that is that is accurate to my childhood, yes. Yeah. Turkish it, Delight is okay. I quite like it. Yeah. 
Can but you? I like candy that tastes like flowers. It does. Yeah. That's the main thing. Because it's, it's usually rose flavored. Yeah. Oh, always no. rose flavored? Not always. You can also get like lemon or pistachio flavor mm. or like other flavors nowadays, but those are more traditional. And mm. rose water flavor is the most no. traditional. <laughs> but what does it look like? It's like a jelly cube that's a little firm. And um, if you're like buying it in a box, say you get a box and it's all like individual cubes of pinkish purplish jelly. Uh-huh. And but like it's coated it. in like powder so that they don't stick to each other in the box. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, you pick out an individual square and you put it in your mouth, masticate appropriately and then uh, swallow it. Hopefully oh. having enjoyed the refreshing and floral taste of rose water. It's not at all what I thought it was. Thank you for that description. <laughs> if you're curious to try roughly the taste on a budget, you can find Big Turk bars uh, occasionally mm. in Depeners. It's one of those old-timey chocolate bars that I like and, like, I don't know, people over the age of 70 <laughs> like. Um, it's like a thin layer of chocolate wrapped around sort of ovular... Wedges of Turkish delight. Ovular wedges, Tom. Tom, please react with me. I could listen to Alex describe things for hours. (laughs) Holy shit! I found out uh, Wikipedia has a section on the candy corn page on variants. Um, And did you know that Easter candy corn is a thing? No. It is candy corn in like varying pastel colors. Oh, oh. And I'm gonna go on the record here uh, and let you guys know. And listener at home, I want you to maybe take out your notebook, get a pen, um, and just write down what I'm about to say here, which is that I um, I hate this, <laughs> and I'm mad that it exists. The, the pastel colors for Easter? The, the pastel-colored candy corn, specifically. Why are you so mad? I don't know, but I see it, and it fills me with a rage that I can only describe as true. Whoa, is this like the Uncanny Valley effect thing? That it's just like it's something that is, you're not sure why, but you're just upset with it. Maybe. Because like pastel colored Easter candy is a thing. Like look at uh, Cadbury mini eggs, for example. And I'm fine with those, but Mm -hmm. it's candy corn specifically. You know what it might be? Do you you think of corn as a springtime vegetable? Absolutely not. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) That's my problem with it. But you feed the candy corn to the candy chicken that lays the candy eggs. This is the cycle of life <gasps> and candy. So the Easter Bunny needs to eat Easter candy corn so that he can give us his delicious chocolate. Yes. Yes. Okay. How do you feel about it now? Listeners, I want you to take out your notebooks and scratch off that last thing I said and write, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a journey. What a journey. Um, so yeah, Carly, I think we uh, we're okay with candy corn, at least in this in this house. <laughs> Can I get that cross stitched? Oh yes, yes, absolutely. In this house, we're okay with candy corn. Yeah. Um, also, how you doing, Carlea? I know it's been a while. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was just expressing silence. my my feelings silently. <laughs> Oh man. Um okay, so so while we're on, you know, Halloween candy, what is everyone's favorites? You got favorites? You got least favorites? Jesus Christ. You, you got medium favorites? I mean, if I had a fucking chalkboard, maybe I could lay this out, but <laughs> there's so many. 
As a kid, I always liked getting mini aero bars the most. Oh. Mm. It seemed, I don't know, like it was the nicest milk chocolate. That or the little Hershey bars that have like ground peanut in them. Oh, yeah. They're like crunchy. Yes. Yeah. I'm not on the peanut side of things when it comes to chocolate. No, mm. you're a purist. Purist, but that, I totally agree with the the arrow. Like it, it, like I was used to uh, British chocolate when I was a kid, and it was just so luscious and and, yeah. and soft. And arrow was the closest thing to that. Like mm-hmm. everything else was just fucking pure chalk. sugar. Yeah, mm. sugar chalk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although those are rockets, and that's great. This I love those. Yes, they are literally sugar chalk. Yeah. And I like that they lean into that. Yes. <laughs> and they call them Smarties in the U.S. Yes. It's very confusing to anybody who's actually had actual Smarties. Yes. Mm. Actual Smarties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're very confident about I that mean, statement. The, that we are right and they are wrong. Nestle Smarties, and I do believe they're Nestle, they came first, I want to say. Oh, possibly. I don't know. Certainly before um, what we know as Rockets were marketed as Smarties. Hmm. I mean... On the other hand, Smarties feel like such a basic candy. That is some very, like, it's the 1880s. This is how we do sweet things, because we haven't invented food. <laughs> yes. Oh, to, 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 to go back into the minds of the children, or anybody, fucking, you, you, couldn't, mm-hmm. you couldn't get a lot of it, and just experience that, like, fireworks display yep. when they ingest something sweet. Holy damn. Or just, like, <laughs> on orange. Yes. Mm. That was a, like, my parents would get, like, oranges in their stockings for Christmas because they are reasonably old and of a reasonably British persuasion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm, mm -hmm. like, very young and also would get oranges in my stocking at Christmas. Did you actually? Yeah. It might be a European thing that's still a thing. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, Smarties that are, in fact, Nestle. Mm -hmm. Well done. Points (laughs) Points <laughs> points to Alex. Um, Nestle Smarties uh, predate the Smarties that we know as Rockets by eight years. Huh. Whoa, Twelve years. Well Sorry, done. I'm bad at math. Well Excellent. done. Yeah, 1937 versus 1949. So, yeah. Oh, maybe they were invented, the, the Rocket kind were invented, I don't know, World War II scarcity? That oh. seems like the kind of mm. candy you'd come up with during rationing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, something that's been bothering me, mm. and I'm gonna share it. Mm-hmm. the The role of root beer thingies, mm-hmm. which I haven't tried yet, by the way, mm-hmm. really looks like a roll of Rolos. Yes, it does. And the fact that it's not, and that there are no Rolos for my face, mm-hmm. makes me upset. Have you tried the root beer candy yet? I haven't. It might. I saw you like it out, so I'm not like. <laughs> I did that so that I could taste the candy corn. I, it's back okay. in my mouth now. Oh yeah! Oh. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you for proving. <laughs> you, know you know how much I distrust you since you lied to me at the beginning of this podcast. Well, you know, you know what they say about me. I'm a liar. <laughs> that's what they say about me. <laughs> that's, what they, that's the first thing that comes up. Every person you ask them, "Hey, what's one fact about Tom's a liar?" He's a He's liar. He's a liar. <laughs> he lies about candy. Okay, here we go. Holy shit! Yeah. That is an experience. Are you going to okay, go I'm into gonna that? I'm going to have to try it now. I've been holding off because I figured it would make noise in the microphone, but That's evidently okay. nobody cares. It's Halloween. You oh, know? but it's spicy. Is it spicy? That would make sense, though, because root beer is made of spicy things. Yeah. I never realized that. Do you drink root beer? I don't, but I 
Mm-hmm. I've had a li- I've had some, but oh, I'm this just... is great. It contain it's like all the herby elements of root beer and not leaning as heavily into the sugar. Mm, mm. Yeah. And what I'm liking is I always find root beer compared to every other carbonated drink makes me feel bloated really really fast. Mm. Like the bubbles are more intense somehow. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't have those cuz it's not a drink. Yeah, but I don't know if I could get through all of this. No, no. No, no. <laughs> it's too too big an experience. I feel yeah, like it's a lot. Hmm. It's a lot. And That's it's also fair. like going there's waves of like as if it were a little heart cinnamon candy. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to the sort of more flav- flavored I'm very much down with how much was this roll of root beer candies? Uh I think the price tag's on it two fifteen. And how many did you get in that roll? Uh, I think there were like eight. <laughs> Goodness, that's a deal. Yeah. It's, it's really not bad. Yeah. You know, they're not our sponsors, but a little shout out to Sprinkles Confections on Monkland. That is not their name. <laughs> I thought <What>? so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you just saw a couple letters and made up your own. <laughs> well done. You want to try that again, buddy? Congratulations to Spanky's Candles. <laughs> Spanky's Candles? Tastiest candles in the neighborhood. Yeah, yo. Yeah. You, you can't go wrong with a Spinky's candle. Oh, boy. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, you want to try that again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, sparkles Confectionery. Uh, Did I get it right no. this time? Oh, fuck me. What is it? It's Sparkles Confections. Okay, well, you know what? <laughs> Maybe they don't get a shout out after all. <laughs> hey, their website is sparkles can- Wait, sparklescandy.com. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the best website ever created. I think spankycandles.com is probably <laughs> a little better. Come on over to Spanky's. <laughs> Wesley's got wax and wicks. <laughs> is it wax like W-H-A-C-K? Like they're getting spanked like a whack? Nah, man, we have candles. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> The wax on the. Oh, I don't have anything left in me. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm not, I'm not getting anything when I Google spanky candles. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. No. Fortunately, <laughs> this is our new life. Holy shit! No, I am. Spanky's candles exists. It's a New Jersey candle company. Of course, of it, course is. it is. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, they have candle scents like Spanky's favorite fragrances and Spanky's favorite beach locations and is fragrances. Is this real? Yeah. Oh my god! Is the website good? No, it's real bad, and I love it. Oh, no. It oh. looks very minimum 15 years ago. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Oh, wow. It's a little... I mean, I'm sorry, Spanky's Candles dot whatever you are. Careful what you say. Um, okay. Say whatever you want about them. Yeah, your website's a bit dated, bud. Harsh. But also, like, when you said 15 years, I did the thing that over 35-year-olds do where it's like... I. Th- immediately saw like a black screen with magenta green and or and yellow you know and it's yep. like that's that's a bit further back it's not like that no bad. but oh, like no. if you go down to the bottom like that yeah, what's the what's the top top uh sorry that threw me off my headphone wire came unplugged for a second and i felt like i had 
exited the matrix. Oh cool. shit! I'm good. Can what am I looking at? Show me the header. Top? Oh, that looks better okay. than the previous page you were on. That's, I would believe that's a template. That's, that's yeah. A... I would believe that this is a Squarespace website. Mm. Yeah. That's just like it's just it's just uh, they didn't they didn't brand it much. That's mm-hmm. all. Branding costs a lot of money. There's a candle scent here called Sandy Hook. I'm sorry, what now? There, yep. I think, to be fair, it's a place in New Jersey. I hope so. It could be a memorial candle, maybe? Let's see. The Spanky's Sandy Hook candle is available in 16 different fragrances. What? Uh, Sandy Hook has expansive ocean and bay beaches for swimming, fishing, picnicking, scuba oh diving, god. surfing, and windsurfing and bicycling. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. Well, they've got a lot of candle flavors. Do you guys want to hear about some of Spanky's candles? Always. <laughs> Autumn countryside. Oh yeah. Box of chocolates. <gasps> Yum. Christmas tree. Oh, that's the stuff. Creme brulee. Oh. Cucumber melon. Interesting. Eucalyptus and spearmint. Not a good combination, but okay. <laughs> Fireplace. Much better. Toasty. Fresh pear. As opposed to. <laughs> <laughs> yucky pear. I actually smelled a yucky pear candle the other day. Uh, why? We were in Please Ottawa. Google yuckyparacandle.com and <laughs> tell me it exists. Uh, we were in Ottawa and we went into a paper shop that, of course, also sells candles. You know, mm-hmm. those two things that go great together. <laughs> <laughs> they had a bunch of scented candles and all of them were disappointing. Uh, and one of them was called Spicy Pear and it mostly just smelled like spices. Ugh. Yeah. Are spicy pears a thing? Well, I can imagine like a pear scent that also has maybe a hint of cinnamon or something. Yeah. Like, that mm. could be nice. Yeah. Paul got a um, a a maple crispy cream candle that probably smells mm. pretty good. It smells exactly like the donut, and I almost died. Does it smell basically like maple and vanilla? <laughs> pretty much, but it was like, yeah, but it was, it was like it was right there, <laughs> but it wasn't. It sounds amazing. Sounds, why would you do that to yourself? I know. <laughs> it's for a poker night. And he got all he he like he like set the table all nice. Oh, it was he, for the. I thought you meant he. This was the prize at yeah. poker. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, all in. <laughs> Winner gets this candle. No, nah, I want them all to have a bunch of candles, and you're just pushing more and more little candles into the center. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, Spanky's candles <laughs> has a marijuana slash cannabis scented candles. So essentially, hemp. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're they might oh. have some some like oils infused or something. Oh, okay. Burn the candle, but that's not gonna do anything. Well, it might do as much as like sitting in a room with someone else who's smoking. Experience hotboxing without the effort. <laughs> Spanky's candles. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of into it. <laughs> I would get high off a weed candle. You'd have to you'd have to in, inhale a lot. <laughs> you'd have to be like right over it, <laughs> just like sucking in those twirly <laughs> flim flams. You know, you know what I mean. Smoke. That's what I meant. Oh, the twirly flim flams, Alex. Surely you know what I mean. Unfortunately, yes. But 
We're still on the same page. We've been on the same page since we sat down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember when you poured some candy into my hand? It was a good moment. It was a good moment. Trust was built. Yeah. Candy was poured. Yeah. Germs weren't shared. Exactly. Boundaries. Oh, yeah. Speaking of boundaries, should we go over to Reddit? <gasps> yeah. This is the final segment of our show, the part where we go to reddit.com slash am I the asshole? That's not how Reddit links work. Reddit.com slash r slash am I the asshole? And, uh, you know, discuss whether or not someone is the asshole. Uh, I have three options. Okay. And Alex is our guest. You get to choose. The first one is called, would I be the asshole if I asked my roommates to move slash get rid of their huge grow your own penis? I'm sorry. Okay. Continue. Sorry. The second option, am I the asshole for... Nope, this one's been removed by Reddit since I opened the window, so... Wow. The second option, am I the asshole for buying a sexy robe when my roommate asked me to cover up? So two sexy roommate situations. I know the story behind the grow your own penis. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Alex. So uh, this one comes from Reddit user uh, O'Reilly Binch. Would I be the asshole if I asked my roommates to get rid of their huge grow your own penis? My three roommates, 21, 22, and 21, and I, 21, are all theater students, of course. So we're usually all down for a bit of a body prop comedy. Hence, when my 21F roomie brought home a tiny grows in water cock and balls, we thought it was hilarious. We put it in an enormous vase of water in 21F's room and laughed every time we saw it get bigger. <laughs> now, months later, the penis, which my roomies have affectionately named Pee-Pee, is enormous, <laughs> significantly above average in both length and girth, <laughs> which wouldn't be a problem if it was still in its original owner's room. The problem is, at some point this summer, probably while we were moving in our new roommate, Pee-Pee's vase got moved to our living room right next to our front door, and it's been there for almost two months. I've mentioned to my roommates that I find it a bit inappropriate to have a giant giant penis in our front room where anyone and everyone can see it, but they just laugh and say they like Pee-Pee where he is. We all frequently bring over friends, and I always find myself apologizing for the random penis, but even my friends and my roommate's friends all just laugh it off and ignore it. I get that we're college kids, but it still baffles me that I seem to be the only one uncomfortable with it. Would I be the asshole if I asked them to move it back to 21F's room or get rid of the damn thing? Usually I wouldn't have doubts about asking, but my roommate's dismissiveness when I asked the first time caught me off guard. Edit. Here's some more information. We aren't living in student housing. We all pay equal shares of rent on an apartment together. This is our second year living together, and we've never had any problems. We're really good friends. The penis is about seven and a half inches long and three inches in diameter, with enormous five or six inch balls. I also loved Pee-Pee and thought he was very funny until he got moved to the front room. I don't know why people seem to think I've got some conservative hang-ups about sexuality. If it matters for context, I'm an actress regularly cast in sexual roles, a frequenter of sex shops, and a philosophy student focusing on gender and sexuality. I'm very comfortable with penises as a whole, it's just that having an 8-incher as the first thing people see when they walk into our home makes me uncomfortable. Edit again to give the people what they want. Here's pee-pee. Oh my god, 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 I want to see pee-pee. There's pee-pee. He looks smaller than I was expecting, but I suppose okay. that could be a very large vase. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we think of PP? I uh, I definitely think the thing I definitely think she's not they're not being the asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it is it is 
still something that you're kind of imposing on whoever comes into the space. And if mm-hmm. someone in your space that is paying an equal share doesn't want that in the living room, there's like a veto power there like mm-hmm. i mean i put up artwork in the living room i asked my husband if he uh, was okay with it you know right. yeah and um, paul loves peepee he, paul would love peepee but my but but the, the thing is i don't think she would have a problem with peepee if peepee was bigger because Absolutely. because peepee is bi- bigger than normal Mm-hmm. But still, kind of realistic. Oh, yes, it's occupying yeah. a weird middle ground right now, where it hasn't quite hit the point of absolute comicalness, exactly, or art. Yes, you know, <laughs> it's just like it's a dick in a vase, and that can make people feel uncomfortable. And I think it's not just for themselves; it's for the other people coming in. That you know, yeah. Like, at this point, it's still close enough to normalcy that there's like that that element of. This is a sexual object. You may not necessarily be cool with it. Yeah. And so it could be an imposition on outsiders. Yes. But mm. once it achieves a certain level of hyperphallus, yes. then I think you're safe. Exactly. Because it becomes a cartoon at that point. Yes. A cartoon penis you have the luxury of living with. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, fair I, enough. I really honestly. wish I had some kind of Alex filter in my mind so that the stuff would come out like that. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Is it is did you read a lot? I, I mean kinda. Oh not even great. You're just like this? <laughs> oh just smart. Fucking phenomenal. Doesn't have to put any effort into being smart and eloquent. Buh. What a dick. What a fucking dick. What a pee pee. Oh my god, let's put him in a vase. Hmm <laughs> no. <laughs> yes to pee pee, not a vase. <laughs> Man, there's our title. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we should we move to the other question? Yeah, sure. Do both. Do Wait, I'm I'm only the. I'm Do we the have only more one, thoughts on PP? But I'm the I'm the only one who expressed an opinion. Oh, I? I'm in agreement. Okay, yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay, cool. I was cool. just adding on yeah. to your eloquently phrased argument. Oh, stop! <laughs> I think PP is very funny, and I completely understand wanting to move him out of the main room. Yeah, maybe put him in the kitchen mm-hmm. or the bathroom. Bathroom seems like the place that PP belongs. But it's still it's still an imposition on whoever comes, who's ever, you know? I mean, sure, but you could make the case that someone using your bathroom's an imposition. Like, I think... <laughs> <laughs> how dare you, 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 you human person that I've invited to my home, how dare you have human processes in your body? I just think, you know, when someone comes to your front door, if the first thing they see is PP, that's, that's a problem. But... If they're going to your bathroom, you can warn them. You can say, yes. hey, there, there's just so that you know before you go in there. On the other hand, moving him out of the living room, you're losing a real quick way to get rid of door-to-door proselytizers. Hmm. Fuck you and that large word. Proselytizers? Well, what else do you call them? No, I, oh, no I'm, I'm oh. impressed. I'm, I'm angry because I'm stupid, but I'm impressed. <laughs> Pro, pro, is that does it just mean like the people sol- who go door to door and like solicit their religion at you? Pro, say it again. Proselytizers. Oh my god! Sorry, sorry, I had to jump on that. It's spelled really weird. Oh yeah. Proselytize. I don't remember exactly how, but I I remember the last time I saw it spelled out, I went, eh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Next yeah. question. All right. All right. Moving on from PP. <laughs> PP is very funny. Why did I put a fucking banana runt in my mouth right before reading this? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Just click a banana around? Just 
Crunch it. Crunch it loudly and proud. Oh, I'll do it too. Ah. God damn the banana candies, you know? Mm-hmm. Bananas used to taste like this back yep. in the day. And then all those bananas died, and all we have now are less good bananas. Yeah. But even the current bananas are in the process of getting sick and dying off. Hopefully it won't be as bad as the previous, like, banana pandemic was, but... I'm really trying hard to know if you're joking or not. Unfortunately not. This is a real thing. Like, banana candies are, like, the flavor of them. The reason why they're different is that they're based on a cultivar of banana that used to be, like, the industry standard, and then it went extinct after a bacterium or a (gasps) parasite or something infected the entire planet's crop of those, like, banana trees. Whoa! And they're gone now. We will never have another. And yet we taste them in our candy. Yes. That's kind of beautiful if it you think is. about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can have, like, candy that tastes like every extinct species. You know? Uh, do you mean, like, dinosaurs? I mean, like, pandas one day. If pandas go extinct in our lifetime, we could maybe make a candy to commemorate them. I don't think they're going to go extinct and because we really... keep multiplying them. True. Yeah. They're just stupider and stupider because the crop is so small. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pour some candy and really hope I get some. Because the problem is the runs are heavier. Yeah. Are you trying to get candy corn? Yeah. Here, take these ones. I, I don't like the candy corn as much as I like the runs. Oh, great. So, yeah. Next question. All right. Ah. Do my little throat clear. Ah. Ah. Today, Toby and I spent about 10 minutes going ah at each other in the living room. <laughs> Babies. He's so good. He's so dumb. I'm all right. The next one comes from Reddit user regular underscore profile who asks, am I the asshole for buying a sexy robe when my roommate asked me to cover up? I own a nightgown that I wear around the flat. I'll be the first to admit the neck is a bit low. The skirt's a bit high, but it was never an issue with my female roommate as she's worn more revealing stuff before now and said that it was cute and even asked me where I got it so she could get one. But then she got this boyfriend, and the boyfriend has a severe case of wandering eyes. I've noticed it, but as a lesbian, all I can really do is remind him that I'm not into men, and he has a girlfriend. My roommate asked me if I could cover up when she's here. When he's here. Sorry. Uh, I think this is stupid, as the only times I wear the nightgown are when I'm going from my room to the bathroom or to the washer-dryer radiator to get clothing. You know, the radiator where you put your clothing. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah that my dad does that. It's a thing? Yep. I guess yep. to, like, dry stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Especially, like, <laughs> if it's been raining and you don't want to, like, toss whatever singular article of wet clothing you have in the dryer. Right. That's smart. I should think about that sometimes. I just use the backs of chairs. I mean... The radiators are faster, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the more you know. Sometimes if I have a woman over, I'll wear it long enough to grab some food, but I'll take the food back to my room. I said it wasn't my fault her boyfriend's a perv, and it's my place, too. She pushed me again about getting a robe, and I work at a lingerie store, so I get a staff discount. We have these robes that are knee-length, silk, and tie around the waist. They're not sheer, but because of the location of the tie and my body type, the robe is pretty low-cut on me and shows about the same amount as the nightgown, but probably does more for my figure as it cinches at the waist and I tie it tightly. It's a little longer than the nightgown, but only by a few inches. I bought the robe, and every time I have to do something in the nightgown, I throw the robe on over it and continue as normal. It hasn't helped with the boyfriend's wandering eyes. My roommate has approached me and said that when she asked me to get a robe, she meant a long one, (laughs) the type that's thick and fleecy. I don't want one of those. They're ugly, and my store doesn't sell them, so they're also expensive. 
<clears throat> I said I bought a robe, and I wasn't going to go out and buy a second one because the first one wasn't what she had in mind. She's frustrated with me. I'm frustrated with her. Everything from shoulder to knee is covered, but with the cinched waist and low neck, it's not exactly what my roommate had in mind, but I don't see why I should have to get some huge bulky thing because her boyfriend has wandering eyes. I'm a lesbian. Stealing her man is the least likely thing I'll do, and it's not my fault if he stares. Am I the asshole for buying a sexy robe when she asked me to cover up? Edit, the boyfriend literally walks around in boxers, and my roommate in her bra and panties a lot of the time when I have my own guests over, and I've never asked oh, either of them on. to cover up. Jeez, yeah. Well, that's a nice piece wow. of information. <clears throat> yeah. What the fuck? I'd have led with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Mm. Dive I mean, in. It sounds to me like the roommate is the asshole. Yep, like, <laughs> I applaud you and your truthful pursuit of malicious compliance to her request <laughs> <laughs> i know that that's such a like that's a move you mm-hmm. know it's petty and i like it yep i'm here for it yeah uh, but i don't think it makes you an asshole nope yeah it's your house no. yeah yeah exactly before before that second piece of information i was like maybe there's some assholery because of like if you if you genuinely agreed to something and then mm buy something that goes against that agreement then you're kind of being an asshole mm-hmm. but uh, because of what the yeah. following stuff is like yeah also wandering eyes mm-hmm. what is that what is what is it what, what would you consider wandering eyes just like i mean evidently he is like checking her out if like mm-hmm. his girlfriend has approached her roommate about this yeah right because she even said stare at one point. Like, right. that's also, really creepy. Yeah. What is your relationship with your boyfriend that you just can't have this conversation with him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Exactly. It's like in, in uh, schools. The girls can't wear spaghetti straps because it will distract the boys. It's right. just like, fuck off. Yeah, no, it's a mess. Mm-hmm. I've lived with enough people over the years that I've been attracted to, and you just deal. You just, you just you know, don't be weird. Yep. If you're yeah, like, yeah. if you're like, oh, that person's attractive, and I live with them, this could be a problem. You go, no, it it won't be a problem because I'm a human being. I'm I'm just gonna not be a creep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's it. Just Don't the fact that, she, that she's basically accepted to herself. Oh, there's nothing that can change him. He he won't mm. change. So I must put everybody else in snowsuits. God, yeah, I hate <laughs> that. But yeah. then she's walking around in panties when her friends, when the other person's friends are over. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is that? Yeah, that's it. It's like, one, it's a huge double standard. And two, I hate that, like, she's being asked to do something about something that's clearly the boyfriend's problem. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, that's that's crap. Am I the only one uh, visualizing three really hot people? Oh, in my mind, Absolutely, they're, they're yes. Adonises. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to assume, I tend to assume, maybe not assume, I tend to just imagine all fictional characters as, like, just stupid hot. Because <laughs> it makes it more interesting, you know? Yep. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't think this person's the asshole. Nope. Nope. No. Yeah. And then that third one was taken down. Yeah, we're never going to know what that was. Any, any guess? Was there a title? Because you you picked it, right? Oh, there was, but I closed it. Uh Oh, it was Am I the Asshole for Intentionally Sabotaging My Roommate's MLM Business? But we're never going to know what happened. What's an MLM business? A multi-level marketing. It's like, oh. you know, like, I'm sure you've got people you went to high school with who are part of them. Like Amway and stuff? Not Amway. Uh, that sounds like it just means pyramid scheme. Does it just mean pyramid yeah, scheme? Yeah. Okay. You know, they're, they're like... Yeah, it's what they call pyramid mm-hmm. scheme. Yeah, exactly. You know, come to my house, like, 
you know, I'm going to sell you guys some great skincare products. Yeah. If you're really convinced by them, you should buy into the business. Mm. A friend of mine approached me a few years ago because she had started doing that. <laughs> right. And I wasn't as uh, aware of how... Anyways, I'm better at speaking to people now. Shocker, I know. <laughs> um, but I got really up in her grill about how she, like I don't I don't want anything to do with that and mm-hmm. she was like oh but I can just come over and I was like no this is bullshit it's a con it's you know mm-hmm. and it's like no it's that's not how it works and uh, and uh, I was really like you're doing something wrong instead of just mm-hmm. you know fucking saying no to her request mm-hmm. politely yeah oh, no I Kate get that past I've had like over the years a lot of people hit me up about MLMs that they're part of and I'm always just kind of like I'm not really interested in that product sorry. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. not something I've ever actually encountered in real no, life. Really? Like the closest <laughs> I've come is, you know, growing up, you know, my mother would occasionally invite over the Avon lady. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think my mom might have sold some for a while. Hmm. I'm not sure because she went back to school when my papa left mm-hmm. to get her master's in order to teach. So I think that she was making money in other ways. Hmm. Yeah, the MLM, like, uh, the, the sort of model of it tends to target, like, stay-at-home like moms a lot of the time right. who are like bored of of being stay-at-home moms mm-hmm. and kind of feel like mm-hmm. oh like maybe I could have a little side business you know but I also feel it's tar- targeting people who need extra income and can't can't access yeah. Sure, yeah. jobs yet or like have difficulty mm-hmm. with that yeah it's kind of 50 50 mm-hmm. it's people who are super desperate for money and people who are super bored and want to feel like they're doing something yeah yeah which side note i saw a, a meme the other day i don't know if it was a meme but I, I took it as a meme i saw a post on facebook the other day that was like something to the effect of like she stays home with the kids so that her husband can like go make money blah 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 or something or no, uh, it was the other way around. It was her husband goes to work so that she can afford to be a stay-at-home mom and like okay. spend time with the kids. And then underneath it was like, no, she stays home and takes care of the kids and everything because, you know, to support his job or whatever. Hmm. Basically, it was flipping that idea of like, yeah. you know, he's the one doing all the supporting right. when in reality, she's the one who is supporting his career by staying home with the kids. Mm-hmm. As opposed yeah. to him supporting his family by leaving her at home with the kids. Right. Anyway, I saw I saw a post about that, and I got a little mad because I think that sucks. I think it's specifically I think the the first part sucks, not the second part. I think it sucks when people have this attitude of like stay at home parents are not the ones who are contributing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hate that shit because like being a work from home parent, I can tell you parenting and like doing housework and shit are so much labor and so much work nonstop mm-hmm. and like it's hard to like it is hard to take care of your house when you have kids yeah every, everything's yep. destroyed every 5 seconds yeah like i i was thinking about this cuz like <clears throat> someone <laughs> our landlord like came by to fix something that she'd been putting off fixing for like 6 months and was like you guys really need to clean your house more often and i'm like I have two full-time jobs and also stay at home with my baby. Teffer's in school. We don't have time 
to clean and also be sane and get all the work done that we need to do. And we don't have the budget to pay someone to do the cleaning for us. Yep. And mm-hmm. so like when you see, you know, people who are like stay at home spouses, like whose entire job is staying at home and dealing with everything, that person is doing way more fucking work than the person who's earning the paycheck. Yeah. Anyway, it's my little rant. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think it's 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 a, uh, a bit generalizing to say that they're doing more work than the person that's out mm. and getting the paycheck because it's 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 very different, but to say that there is no work happening at home is yeah. not yeah. the not how how that works. Yeah. That's it. It's it's maybe it's more valuable. Is is the stance I'm taking? Not it's not necessarily more work. I, I honestly I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. do. Because when you're I getting think... paid for something, it's different from when you're doing it to stay alive. Yeah, kind of where yeah. I'm. Yeah, you know. I guess my mind is going to the like the fact that that image is not necessary. Like, there's a bunch of people who are at home with their kids who are doing fuck all. Sure. Uh, so it's like that. The, the 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 main image of a person at home with the kid is is like more valuable. It, everyone's fucked up on both sides and everyone's great on both sides. Sure, like yeah. It, I hate that I used that language because of what it's become. <laughs> I, I think I know what you mean. Though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, like, there are, you know, there are people who just, like, sit around doing nothing. But, but yeah. like... Yeah. Like, oh, think, and that's not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not using that example to say like, see, parents can be shitty too. But that was just where my mind went of like that. That ideal picture of the parent at home being mm-hmm. like wonderful and being able to do everything. Like you were mm-hmm. talking about the the mess. It's like mm-hmm. if you're working and the kids and like life just mm-hmm. doesn't stop. So right. when like it's it's not necessarily the time to necessarily clean like day to day but even mm. just because like all of these like uh, Marie Kondo shows like sure. you the, the the time to revamp your entire system mm-hmm. in order to be able to maintain it in a way that functions with your schedule <laughs> is that's not an opportunity yeah. everybody has no that's it it's the opportunity cost of like you know it might be free to tidy up your house but like that's time that you could be spending doing literally anything else right mm. yeah yeah that's that's what it comes down to a lot of like the Marie Kondo thing pissed me off because like basically it's this idea of like get rid of all the stuff you own and like invest in ways to be better at storage and keep your house tidy and it's like okay like maybe if you have time Mm -hmm. maybe if you have the budget to invest in new things to you know tidy everything up and sort everything but for a lot of us we don't have time or money and that's why our houses become the way that they are because you cannot afford to like I can't afford to buy new clothes when the clothes that I have don't give me joy. So if I throw out yeah. all of the clothing that doesn't give me joy, I have five shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, me, me too at the moment. It's just like, oi! Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I did. I totally loved the uh, underwear fold, though. Oh, the folding oh techniques are God. great. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's it's it. just but it's like, the attitude. If I could have yeah. a month to do that to my life, I would love it. Yeah, that's it. I, I, guess, I guess my sort of, like angry point at the end of all of this is just like don't don't take for granted the people who like don't take for granted the people in your life who make it possible for you to like be comfortable yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. like perfect way to say it yeah and don't judge the people who aren't comfortable mm-hmm. because they might have a lot more going on than yeah than yep. they let on oh fuck yeah yeah in all these cases, it's about striking that balance. Mm-hmm. And it's never, in an ideal world anyway, all one party bearing the brunt. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those <sighs> things that makes me think that, like, 
like polyamory makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, if it's done in a respectful <laughs> fucking way and not a like, oh, let's manipulate everybody to shit, then that's it's, oh, no. it's something like, that... It can definitely help. Like, during that brief window when I was, like, part of a harem of five slave boys for a guy in southern Ontario... Um, As you do. Yeah. We really took care of that house. There were a lot of us. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sitting over here crunching on my runt. <laughs> Fucking. Well, you don't like that? You don't like me saying I'm crunching on my runt? I hate it. <laughs> Take out your notebooks. Tom hates me saying I'm crunching on my runt. That's so gross. Expand upon what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, it was a time in my life. I was dating a guy and also, like, in a relationship with. At various points between, like, two and four other people who oh. were, you know, all, like, his subs who'd come and visit for extended periods or live there. Oh. And, like, you know, there was, like, on top of that, he already had, like, four actual roommates. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> I that think ha- I knew that part of the story. Yeah, like, he lived in a house that he was renting with, like, his best friends from high school. And so, like... On a good day, there would be like ten people taking care of this place. Oh wow. my goodness! Yeah, well, made for a very crowded bedroom occasionally, but good times. <laughs> but it was cleaned up yep. afterwards. Yes, wow. it was. That's the way to do it in mm-hmm. terms of like house cleaning. That sounds exhausting socially. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god! So many hoops. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> that feels like a good place for us to end. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this was very fun, Alex. Thank you. Yes, thank, thank you so you for much for joining us. Uh, if you guys listening like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. As we established earlier, for every new patron we get in the next couple of days, I will add one full-size candy bar to our basket of Halloween candy. That's so cool. Remember how it felt to get that large candy bar at the door? That's it. It felt special. That's what I'm thinking, right? Like, I, we don't get a ton of trick-or-treaters, despite being in like, a pretty like busy family neighborhood. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's because the corner we're on is like just on the edge right so people tend to sort of stay more in the middle right um but we we do get like a good amount and i feel like it'd be nice to be able to like you know throw a little extra yeah some people but you got to make sure it's a solo kid you can't you can't be given a tiny candy to some kids sure, and big yeah. candy to one all in the same row unless we get a lot of new patrons oh but we're, we're. If we get like 10 new patrons, then I can give lots of big Oh candy. my goodness. Hey, can I do a thing that you would do super well and I'm going to butcher? Go for it. You live on a bad corner? Corn-er? <laughs> do you see what I'm trying? Do you see? Alex doesn't like me anymore. Oh, oh. no. I, I really appreciate this attempt to tie in the heart <laughs> of the, the episode. It was masterfully executed. We need a little bit Thank more you. corn. <laughs> I'd say that was really corny. Oh. Kate's really got the corner on puns. Oh. It's the same pun you made before. Yeah. I just used it differently. Oh, but it flowed far better. <laughs> now I feel like my face is all red because I'm ashamed of my it, attempt. It's okay because you're wearing a like a maroon sweater, burgundy sweater. Burgundy. So it like hides the fact that you're you're blushing. That's nice. You know? Thank you. Yeah. Continue continue the at closing statements. Guys. Here's another closing statement. <laughs> so official. <laughs> we have merch. Woo! Woo! 
You want to buy some? I bet you do. You can click the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at Tee Public. Ow. I don't know what happened to my voice there, but I'm going with it. <laughs> Tee Public. You can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and motherfucking Spotify. Wow, we, the green icon <laughs> on your phone. We on Spotty. Spotted dick is a thing. Yeah. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Spotted corn. Speckled corn. Speckled. 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 Yes. 25 schmeckles. <laughs> Alrighty. Share this episode with a friend who uh, likes candy corn. But no, nobody really admits that openly. That's so true. That's I mean, hard. besides all three of us who just did on the internet. Yeah. Yes, but after we were prompted to talk about it, no one's ever going to be like, Hey, Alex, uh, great to see you. I like candy corn. I love it. I think that is a great thing to lead with from yeah. now on. <laughs> You're going to get a little tattoo on your arm that says, Ask me my opinions about candy corn. Yes. Mm-hmm. In Do like it. Times New Roman. Ugh. Um, yeah, you could share this episode with a friend who... Uh, is excited about Halloween, mm. wants to, you know, learn about candy a little bit, or maybe with someone who has a just a big old penis in their living room. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Share this episode with PP. I used to have a psychologist in a, in a vase. Um, <laughs> my brother, my brother bought me a tiny little psychologist and I put him in water and he grew and he grew and he grew. Like a, a grow your own Sigmund Freud kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little old man with glasses and balding head, and Very uh, possibly Sigmund Freud then. Yeah, that, that <laughs> he was all wiggly, and then he you. That's this weird, is something they I might those not were know. Supposed to shrink. Well, well, that's that's you can. PP can be taken out of the vase, and he will shrink. Shrink like a psychologist. You look like a PP right now. <laughs> Do you see many that are blue in that triangular? I see a lot of peepees. You ever no. seen The Watchmen? <laughs> four in that one. Doctor Manhattan in the Flash. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the next statement, guys? You can follow the show on social media at Downward Talking, and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. I'm at Red Random. You're not on the socials. No. Oh, I respect that. Do you have a social media account you think people should follow? A celebrity no. you want them to follow on Instagram, who you suspect might have an interesting Instagram account. Tilda Swinton, obviously. All right. Follow Tilda do, Swinton. Does do she have a good... I have absolutely no idea. I just really like <laughs> oh, Tilda Swinton. Let's see. Tilda Swinstagram. Yeah. Let's see if that exists. She does have an Instagram. Whoa! And the Wi-Fi is slow. I bet it's a bunch slow. of goldfish. Um, it's kind of what you'd expect. It's a yeah, that's not far off from what I was expecting on standard, oh. you know, artsy celebrity Instagram. I didn't think there would be so much of her for yeah. some reason. I always forget that she looks like she looks I, like, you know, <laughs> like I always forget her face is I guess what I mean by that. I don't. Yeah, no. Fair enough. No. I don't know if I've ever seen her in things. Really? What's she in? Uh, like, Moonrise Kingdom. Yep. She is playing social services in that movie and she's great uh, she's a one-off gag oh in, i have uh, seen that yeah that's like west andrew it's the kids on the beach yes yeah okay i remember that she's in constantine mm-hmm. uh she is a her image <laughs> really like is um a one-off gag in unbreakable kimmy schmidt oh like is that a show you've watched it, it is she's in the avengers uh and she's in okja like okay. um, oh, I haven't watched that because I feel like I'll be, feel too many feelings. Same here, but I recognized her in the trailers. Yep, yep, yep. 
Jake Gyllenhaal is a piece. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Aha. Jake Gyllenhaal can spank my candle. Anyone have anything to... <laughs> Anyone have anything to plug? Bearing in mind, this comes out on October 29th. I don't know. Who knows anymore? Classes no. will have started at the theater. Mm-hmm. I will maybe still be alive. <laughs> uh, I want to plug uh, our November content lineup. Yeah. Woot woot. We're doing another themed month for the month of November. This time it's on trips. So oh. we're going to you know, give you some advice for taking a trip to Montreal, and then we're going to give you some advice for traveling on a budget. I remember now. Yeah, we're going to talk to someone who's traveled all around the world about what that's kind of like. Exciting. And we're going to talk to a guy who does a lot of hallucinogenic drugs, and we're going to talk to him right after he gets back from like a crazy drug trip. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I didn't mean a drug trip. I mean a tr- crazy trip where you do drugs, but I guess both. The one is contained oh, in the other. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. So that'll be interesting. Cool. So if you like trips, take one with us. <laughs> that sounds great. I'm so tired. Is this uh, outro the longest uh, it's ever been done? No, I think it was longer last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to slowly just creep into the show length more yeah. and more. As, uh, yeah, no. Pl- plugs done? I'm done plugs. You Sweet. got anything to plug? Nope. Any shows you want to tell people to see? I don't know. Watch this show. It's entertaining. Thanks, guys. Watch it. This is an audio program, Alex. It's, it's an audio. Yes, I know. But you can stare at your screen while you listen. That's oh, true. You yes, can watch you the bar can. move along. Yeah. I genuinely do that. I don't have Spotify on my phone. I sit at a computer and I watch the bar go by because you, you can see comments at individual timestamps. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like timestamps. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, timestamps are pretty good. I used to like stamps, but then I changed. <laughs> Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP, Benson, as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by Tom Zolotnai. That's me. For the Upford Network, you can find out about all our great shows at upfordnetwork.com. Spanky's Candles. <laughs> Where we have candles with inappropriate names and haven't realized it yet. Bye bye. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, Alex. Hey guys, it's Julian McKenzie. And it's Tristan Damo. We're from the Scrum Podcast here on the Upford Network telling you about a really special episode of the show that we are going to be dropping on November 4th. It's called The Scrum's 30 Under 30, and it's quite simple. Sports media personalities, broadcasters, journalists, under 30 in Canada that are Canadian. The 30 best. We're doing a power ranking And it's out November 4th. Yes. So be on the lookout for that. If you're listening to this and you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, do so pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. But that's basically it. We are ranking our 30 best sports media talents in this country under the age of 30. The Scrum's 30 under 30, November 4th. 
right here on the Up For Network. Keep it locked. Oh, hi. You ever wonder if picking your own name for Secret Santa and then buying yourself a gift makes you a sociopath? Or if everything is everything, then how much of everything is there? Or what exactly a moguana is? Well, <laughs> that one's just a way of saying more iguana. Or maybe you wonder what the death of a friendship over the course of 50 episodes sounds like. Whatever your questions, you can find the answers and also more questions on Lasers on the Ride podcast. Now a member of the Upford Network. Available wherever you usually get your podcasts.